Hi, I'm Steven. And I'm Sneha. And you're listening to Spilling, Spilling the, the Tea, Tea with CCE. CCE. This podcast features fellows at Hofstra University's Center for Civic Engagement as they talk about a wide range of topics from current events to social movements, as well as issues that affect our daily lives. From healthcare to mental health, nothing is off the table. This podcast was created in spring 2020 to continue the conversations we had on campus in a virtual way, and we're so happy to have you here, spilling the tea with us. Even though Hofstra CCE is now back to running in-person programming, we had such a positive experience with this podcast that is now a permanent part of CCE operations. Now, let's spill the tea. Hi, I'm Sneha. And I'm Emma. And you're listening to Spilling Spilling the the Tea tea with CCE. Today, we're going to talk about social media drama accounts in student life, and then we're going to expand into just how social media affects the student body, primarily at Hofstra, because that's where we go to. So, um, first, we want to talk about social media drama accounts. I think that this all started with this account on Instagram. I also just want to say... Uh, as a disclaimer, this podcast episode is not in any sh- way, shape, or form trying to slander or come after the creators of these accounts or the people that run them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. This is simply just talking about the nature of these accounts and the effects of them. So mm-hmm. no shade to anyone. So th- I think that this kind of started with uh, Hofstra misconnections on Instagram. And the intent of this account was to bring people together that maybe almost had a connection and then, you know, they didn't get their name or something fell through or whatever. So I think that it all started with lighthearted intent. Right. Um, yeah. Because it was just, you know, it was a happy thing. It was trying to bring people back together. But then as you uh, develop, it, it goes into... You have Hofstra Beef, which has, I think, since been removed from Instagram. And you have uh, Hof Confessions, which is still active on Instagram. You also have accounts like No Context Hofstra, which isn't necessarily um, a confession or beef account, but rather just something that's funny. I think it just kind of came from everybody that started making accounts for the school. That's kind of where it started. And I guess now you can kind of see certain accounts like it's kind of progressed into something which can be a little bit uncomfortable for a lot of people. Like, I remember seeing one post which was about my friend. It gave him, like, a little bit of an ego boost, but if I had seen something like that, I would have been uncomfortable. But it was basically a student expressing sexual intent Mm -hmm. towards my friend. Yeah, let's talk about that because there's some serious, like, allegations and claims that people talk about on here. There are things that people have mentioned on these accounts in their confessions that are, like, grounds for, like, Title IX stuff. Absolutely. Which is super serious. And I think that I, I, I don't want to deny the validity of any of these allegations because some of them could certainly be true. But I think that it's much better to take these confessions and allegations to Title IX itself Absolutely. or to any kind of administrative... Or at least, you know... Some of them are just, like... I um, did this thing in this public place. And and they're very, like, sexual or, you know, things that are, like, very much not things you should be doing in a public place. Yeah, because you kind of go there and you're like, oh, when did they, where did they do that? Exactly. I don't know where to sleep now. <laughs> like, they're doing that at, like, Hapusa, Hofstra USA, which is one of the food places on campus. Yeah. I, um, uh, allegedly... For this podcast, allegedly a lot of people coming back from, like, parties or clubs go there at, like... Well, I mean, I've witnessed stuff there. Like, I witnessed someone, like, 
doing stuff with their partner. Oh my god! In Hafusa, and it Did was they put it on the Hofstra Confessions page. I don't or? think so. It was very <laughs> alarming, though. So it's like I don't deny that a lot of this stuff is actually true. I just think that first of all, you don't really need to post about it on social media, like. I did blah, blah, blah in every single hall at Hofstra. People are, like, bragging about, like, their, I don't know, their things that they've done sexually, maybe, around campus, and they think that it's, like, a trophy. I think it's funny, maybe. I think... But I don't know if it necessarily needs to be posted about on Instagram. I, I think, think it's, it could be funny with your friends, but... Yeah, I mean, I think the primary issue with it is just that... Don't do it. <laughs> no, the, uh, the age that we're in um, is heavily digital, and you kind of see this trend on social media where people just overshare yeah. every part of their lives. Mm-hmm. So this isn't in any way, like, shaming people for, you know, what they do, but, like, if it's in a public place, it might shame you a little bit. Yeah. Don't do that. And, but. Like, <laughs> and see, I'm someone that's super guilty of, like, oversharing things on social media, but not in, like, a sexual context, more so in, like things that happen in my life, relationship drama, because Mm -hmm. I do, I wouldn't consider myself an influencer in any kind of capacity, but I do have a bit of a following and, you know, I have been known to like have some videos go a little viral or whatever, get some traction. And the ones that do the best are normally the ones that are involved in like drama or maybe things that are uh, happened in my personal life that are exaggerated and embellished for the sake of social media content but I think just like outright saying sexual things that you've done in public places I don't I think that that's a level of oversharing that is at least unnecessary at least for me there's a little it doesn't really affect me in any way that people are saying this I think for me though I I could never yeah because I'm just like what if there's this one time where all of this information, all these names, all these people's names are just released. Like, it's yeah. a completely anonymous form yeah. for all of these things. I think it's an anxiety thing. But, uh, yeah, that's 100% an anxiety thing. Yeah. I uh, I saw a Black Mirror episode where um, people were doing, uh, had been in trouble for, like, doing these, like, horrible things. Yeah. And they were being blackmailed and doing other tasks just to try to clear their name. Yeah. And the end of the episode, their name was still revealed and all that personal information was given to their families. That's I don't know. Really a, bad. It's a lot of these things. These like it's, confession. It's your digital beat. footprint. It's your exactly. digital footprint. You have a digital footprint, and some things. It's like it's things that like future employers are gonna see. And honestly, there's a level that employers won't go to. Like they if, won't go onto the Hofstra confession. Yeah, and the they're Hofstra not gonna beat. find it. But it's like it is an awareness that you have to have of. Am I sending the right message by like saying this about myself? And of course, there is a line where maybe an employer would think it's wrong and you don't because it is a professional environment and the way you live your life every day isn't always professional. You are a human. You're just a student. Yeah, you're a a student. You're a college student. You dress how you want. You do what you want. You listen to the music you want to. Um, But, you know, it, it is important to, you know, Keep in mind your image that you're putting out. We are in this interesting transitional period. Yes. Between, like, you know, going into the professional world. Yeah. And, like, being a young adult. Yeah. Who's trying to have fun and, like, figure themselves out. And it's incredibly hard to strike that balance. That's something that I've seen. But I guess back on just how these social media accounts affect students. As an RA, some of the things that you see 
are about either maybe your floor or your building or or your building or a student who or a resident who um lives within your complex or in your um building and you're like and you're like why didn't someone come to me about this exactly Um, because there are people are using procedures to be taken yeah people are using these accounts to report things that should not be reported to these accounts they should Mm -hmm. be reported to an RA to provost to yeah. Title Nine, and even if it's if it's something like calling a personnel for um, being not good in certain way or like behaving incredibly inappropriate, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah, but if it's insulting a student, being like this person in um, this I don't per- know, enterprise floor X um, X Y and Z is like has ugly horrible or fashion taste. Yeah, or like You're it's like, something that's just an arbitrary opinion it's just like why yeah it's incredibly hurtful and that is quite literally the definition of cyberbullying yeah and um, and i mean for me i'm going to talk about it now i've had experience with being posted on one of these accounts because so i cleared my name you know after the after the post was made i reposted it on my story um i can pull up the post it was um so this was from a few months ago, if you want to cut. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so there are quite literally two. So there's two posts about me. The first one. So the first one is from September 14th, and it reads, there's this girl on the dance team. First of all, I'm on, I mean, dance works. Uh, red hair and a septum piercing, and she's Italian, acting like she's Latina, taking all these Spanish classes and saying, in the Maddie Perez era, maybe get over yourself and understand you're white. And this is from a freshman art major. And... I remember sitting on my bed in my in my bedroom and I opened Instagram and this was the first thing on my feed. Oh, and then wow. I hear steps coming up the stairs and um my housemate and friend she like opens my door and she's like Emma you need to see this and I'm like I already saw. It was like right at the same time and I I started crying of course mm-hmm. cuz it's the kind of thing where it's like the people that truly know you know that, like, this is not in character for you. Like, this is not who I am. This is not what my story is at all. But the fact that it's publicly out to my college where other peers that, you know, see me not as a friend, but just, like, as someone that they go to school with, they see me in this light now. Yeah, that this and they're post like, is oh, made. that's her. Exactly. Like, like, that's her. And I remember... So I posted um, on my story afterwards, like, basically just, like, I have never claimed this culture as my own. That was never my intention. I apologize if it ever came off that way. But if you ever have any problems with me and your concerns, if I'm appropriating a culture, I would appreciate it if you would private message me so we can get it sorted out instead of making it a public post on social media when it really just doesn't need to be. Uh, And the thing is going to some person and telling them hey i feel like i think you're doing this thing which is hurting me yeah and absolutely like culturally insensitive is far more effective and effective in shutting someone down if they are actually appropriating a specific culture exactly it's it's like it's a much more like effective solution to you know resolve the problem there's an issue as young adults um, who are trying to be adults um, with communication and nothing is ever so something like this isn't so heinous that 
like it just needs to be called out immediately yeah you know yeah especially because like this was so when like this happened I was really upset about it and I was like you know crying and whatever but I went I had like class afterward and I went to class and I just remember any person that looked in my direction when I was on campus I was just like they know it's me they know it's about me they know it's about me and I struggle with uh, panic disorder so I already have a level of anxiety that doesn't go away it's just kind of always there but this weight on my back for that probably that week I would say that that whole week that after the post was made I was just incredibly anxious every single time I was on campus because I was like people are gonna think this about me people are gonna hate me because of this people are gonna think I'm racist people are gonna think that I'm appropriate culture people are gonna and it it was awful and the fact is someone hiding behind a screen said this knowing that it would be hurtful to me and knowing that that it was going to create a stir and I think what they're saying has value if they think that I am actually appropriating a culture but I think if they were smart they would have messaged me and said hey Emma I think that doing blah 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 might be a little insensitive to the latinx community and i think you should reevaluate doing it i would have respected that insanely immensely for someone to just come to me and tell me if they think i'm doing something wrong because it's never my intention to appropriate or do anything of that nature and that's the thing because you never know how something on social media will actually affect the person who it's directed to you only see that post and you're like oh that's crazy yeah (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) um but legitimately speaking there are people who don't deserve to be put on blast like put on blast like that when there are other ways to deal with the situation like it's it's like one of the i'm gonna be i'm about to be a nerd it's one of those restrictions on the Supreme Court, which has exhausted yeah. all other, um, yes. all other possible routes. Yeah. Why would you take a case of um, appropriation to like a social media account when you could go talk to the person first? Yeah. Give them a chance and like. To, yeah, exactly. Give them a chance to understand what they did wrong. Because if it's if it's. If there's a level of arrogancy where it's like, no, what are you talking about? I'm literally not doing anything exactly. wrong. Exactly. Like, if it's, I like, if it's like, if it's like, like they said, I I was like in the Maddie Perez era, which the, so that was a caption on one of my TikToks because in a social event that I went to, the theme was uh, Euphoria, which if you don't know is a very popular show on HBO Max, and it has inspired a huge wave of Gen Z makeup and fashion. So a lot of people had parties um, or social events or whatever that was inspired by um, all the fashion and stuff that's on there. So I um, went to one of these events and I wore an outfit that was like inspired by Maddie Perez, but it was like different colors. And you know, Maddie does a slick back pony, so I did a slick back pony. And then I had did like the rhinestones on my face. So I literally dressed up like a character for a party that was about the show that she's in. Mm -hmm. And they took that as me trying to say that I'm Latina. 
which is not the case. That is not what happened. But but if they saw something wrong with me doing that, I would have 10, 10 out of 10 respected if they just were like, hey, maybe you shouldn't have done blah, 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 or posted blah, 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 or blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. No, I completely agree. It's If someone comes to you and tells you, hey, this made me feel this way, yeah. you should probably be careful. Yeah. The answer that like you're saying that you would have given is, sorry, yeah. I will be better. Exactly. That wasn't my intention, but I won't do it again. Yeah. But I guess another thing to kind of like go off of that is, it just, I don't know, it just shows how hard it is to communicate on social like with people face to face they'd rather hide behind 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 a screen exactly and i guess that could transition into the other into hiding who you are Mm -hmm. in and putting on a front for social media absolutely i mean i definitely have been so guilty of that because i think as someone that struggles with mental health especially in the past Mm -hmm. I've had so many episodes where I was just really down I was maybe in an episode of depression or I was you know just really in a not good mental state but I just put on a front like everything was fine and Mm -hmm. like everything was swell and nothing was wrong and when you put that out on social media all your close friends see it so nobody questions if you're okay or not and so social media makes it really easy to hide how you're feeling on the inside because if you put out the front that you're doing okay everyone just Mm -hmm. leaves you and I guess on my end I'm someone who just doesn't ever post unless she's happy (laughs) or you know have has had a good time I don't like posting my life like that as much anymore because um I also care about what people have to say about me absolutely Um, i i do my best to put that aside because with my involvement in campus life and just with the student body it's kind of hard to like balance like putting aside the people pleasing absolutely but also using it because like i'm in the business of essentially customer service absolutely as an ra you have to be really careful about what you post on social media so I've had the issue of just, I can't be myself on social media. I can't necessarily post anything at all. Yeah. Or I feel like that fear of like, yeah, that what anxiety. if this one thing is not okay to be seen? Yeah, absolutely. No. I mean, I had this like thing the other day. Actually, it was not the other day. It was like a while ago. It was probably like a couple months ago where I was like, I need to go through my TikTok because I was like, there's probably old videos on there and none of them are bad. Mm -hmm. I didn't say anything bad. It's just like, I don't want people to think about me like this. Nothing was like, I don't know, wrong or bad. It's just like old versions of me or old videos of me. Mm -hmm. That's like, if a future employer saw this, would I be like embarrassed? Yeah. Maybe. If a future employer saw this, would they not hire me for it? I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but I don't want someone to like be like, I looked through your TikTok and found this video. Like that's embarrassing. Um, And so it's like things like that where it's like I weeded out my entire page um, to just like make it just more of like who I actually am, which is a little sad because it's like I want people to just like me for me and not about 
what my social media presence is. It's, it's that pressure is really sad. It's very easy to become absorbed by the likes, the retweets, yeah. um, the comments. And that's part of the reason where, why I don't post because I can't gauge that if there's nothing to, you know, gauge, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. And then you see other people who seem to really be doing wonderful. Like, they're, they have to put their life on social media. They have to put, like, their accomplishments. And you feel like, am I doing something wrong yeah. as a student trying to get ahead and become this working professional because I'm not posting on social media? Yeah. Or, like, I'm not... Will I not be able to, I don't know, get enough friends? Or... Yeah. Um, have people really understand me if they don't understand how I am on social media. Yeah. And I'm someone who just likes to have a nice conversation over coffee or like, you know, face to face. Full respect to people who are able to present themselves in such a genuine way on social media. Mm -hmm. But I I don't think that's always the case. I don't think it always is either. I think that I definitely put a lot of my life online and there's always fabrication, social media, the internet, Everything is fake. Like, you're hearing it from someone who is yeah. perpetually online. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I I think that, like, my content is only becoming more close to who I actually am. But I think that there's always a level of fabrication. I mean, you see that in photos with, like, Photoshop and um, editing and stuff like that. And people making themselves out to look a certain way. Which on a confidence level it's not a problem it's just that it perpetuates false beauty standards and so it's like there's that but it's also like there's so many people I think I have even seen it in a lot of influencers going to protests just to take pictures Mm, and then leaving and the photo op and then they leave and I mean I posted I went to you know the Supreme Court this summer after the Roe v Wade overturn and there was a woman there taking pictures for a newspaper and she took pictures of me and I, she wanted my email so she could send them to me and ask for permission and everything so she sent them to me and she told me I could post them so I posted them I didn't go for the photo op I went for the cause but I figured if I can make a post sharing resources where people can help then I think that is a good opportunity to utilize the photos that were taken of me for to serve a greater purpose, if that makes sense. So it's like there's so many levels of fabrication and people like that do things just for social media. But then there's also the side that's I think more what I do where it's like I do things for the cause, but if I can get content out of it be after the cause, like that's not the first focus, then I think that's like a viable thing you know yeah I don't know I think it's more it's difficult for me because I I remember being like 16 years old and I literally did a blur like use facetune for one of my pictures at like 16 years old and I'm like you're six exactly and like it's just Sad. social media perpetuates this level of insecurity and you don't realize it, but sometimes in college, like, even when you're figuring yourself out, when you're getting into that, into paraprofessional settings or just, like, into, like, that professional world, you want to be liked. You want to be respected. And yeah. you want to be seen. You want the image of yourself to be perfect. You as want perfect this, as possible. You want this neat and clean image yeah. for yourself. Because 
you see everyone around you and it seems like they've got it together in some way or the other and their social media kind of perpetuates that image and you think wow am i doing something wrong wrong yeah Absolutely. Am I not studenting hard enough? Yeah. Um, Am I not working hard enough? Am I not joining enough things? I felt like that so much in high school. And and then now I feel like sometimes I'm doing too much. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm overextended because I'm like, well, I have all these opportunities handed to me now. I'm in CCE and they want me to plan an event. And now they want me to do this. And then they want me to be lead for this. So if I just say yes to all of it, it's going to look so good. And on, it'll prove my worth. And it'll somehow. prove my worth. And then that way I can say that I did things. Exactly. That way I can say that I did things. Period. And, like, that's when you post about it. But then you realize, that's why I I try to avoid doing that. But like, yeah, you absolutely. Can't, you can't help it because you like being credited with the things you do. Exactly, then, yeah. With all the social media and the social media usage and just how you use it to present yourself you lose sight of who you are and why you do the things you do. Absolutely. Because you just want to look... Because you, you think want that your image to be good. You, you just want to look most. good. Yeah. And that's, like, the worst thing that you can do for yourself. Because Absolutely. there are organizations which I, which I am a part of which I don't always post about because I like doing things behind the scenes. You Absolutely. feel like because you don't have a title or you don't have like a... Or your name's not in the, the big bold letters or whatever. The big bold letters that you're not doing something, but that Even, behind the scenes work is enough. It's, there was... It's, it's, that's the most important part. You're still working hard and you are still a valuable asset in whatever you do. Yep. And wherever you go, the right employers, um, the right postgrad, the right graduate programs will see that. Because they see that you have been genuine and that you have put in that effort because you care about it. So there's a... You know Jay Shetty? I don't. He is like this very famous, I guess, like a talking head for just like mental health advocacy and everything like that. He had done this small podcast um, on Calm, which is this um, meditation app, where he was saying... The behind-the-scenes work matters. Um, all that background music you hear sometimes in YouTube videos, there were people who put hard work into that. You barely, you don't even know their names, but you still know that music. Yep. So the fruits of their labor are still valued by the public or valued by other people, yeah, every even though their day. name isn't remembered. Absolutely. And obviously give credit where credit is due, but... It's not what you, you don't need that to be validated, and I feel like and you don't need this to social be media exactly, and it feels like in this era we're in with LinkedIn, with Instagram, with Twitter, with Facebook, you just have to do that. Like yeah, you you feel like if you're not posting about it, then you're not going to be. And you're not doing it. You're not <laughs> doing it, or you're not going to be taken seriously. Yeah, but you will be. That's kind of the point I want to make. You don't need to compare yourself to others, no matter how easy it is to. And, hell, maybe even take a little step back from social media if Absolutely. you feel like it's Im- impossible not to. I mean, I, th- I want to go into that, and that's I think that's kind of how I want to end it, is, um, you know, after having posts made about me on these anonymous accounts, it is really jarring to have it be the first thing on your feed. And it's so easy to want to fight fire with fire and make a post back and say, they don't know what the bleep they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, cuss at them, call them names, call them an idiot. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. And 
insult them just how they've insulted you because it makes you like it makes you feel angry and it's like it's like well if i say something back then then what it bruises the ego exactly it's but it's like just then what and so i think the most valuable thing i learned from this experience is like i took a step back and i reflected on myself and i was like this is not who you are and the right people in your life know that this is not who you are the right people in your life know that you work with Latinx nonprofits to improve the betterment of the Latina community on Long Island. Like, the right people know that. The right people know that you take Spanish classes and Latin American and Caribbean studies classes because you care to learn about the language and culture. And if people can't see that, then they don't deserve to be your friend and they don't deserve to be associated with you. And you can just, they, you can let them believe whatever false narrative that they want to, Mm -hmm. but if they really care, they'll truly know who you are. Absolutely. Um, And it's, it's not something you have to make a big deal out of and make more drama out of where drama has already been made. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of best to process it, let it sink in, and shut it down. <laughs> exactly. And people will make their decisions on your character in so not extreme circumstances based, based on, on social media post. Based on a social media post or based on what other people even say about you. Yeah. Then then that's on them. That's you, their problem. Exactly. You know yourself best. Yeah. You may, it may feel like... The end of the world. It may feel like the end of the world, or like you've just completely lost the right to even understand your own character. Yeah. Because nowadays it's based in how people perceive you, but you haven't. And you kind of see that social media does have this drastic impact especially like on high school and college students you know yourself best that's the point we just reiterated like five million times but that's the point i'm going to drive into the like into the ground because it's so easy to compare yourself to others to feel like an imposter because you're not doing enough but and it's only just heightened by how people use social media or how you see people use social media but it's just that it's just social media it's not your life it's just something that has wormed its way into it Mm -hmm. you can live without it and you can still be your own person yep thank you so much for listening to emma and i for spilling the tea with cce um tune in next week for our next episode and we'll see you guys next time we'll see you next time bye thank you so much for listening if you are interested in continuing the conversation or learning more about Hofstra Center for Civic Engagement you can find us on Instagram Twitter and Facebook at Hofstra CCE or visit our website at Hofstra.edu backslash CCE the beautiful music you've heard in this episode was written and composed by Ethan Tauber the song even features the chords C C and E We hope you join us again to discuss combating more of our world's most pressing challenges. And thank you for helping us spill the tea.